Welcome back to episode 16 of Penzo Street Physio Direct. Our next question is, how does a muscle group repair itself after an injury? Understanding the relatively basic units uh, will guide us to the answer. So then what we have generally is a slab of muscle, which consists of many muscle fibers in what we call an extracellular matrix. These layers, these muscles have layers. So then you have the epimyceum, which is the outer surface of the muscle. You have the perimyceum, which is under the epimyceum, which contains blood vessels, nerves, lymph ducts, and divides the muscle fibers into bundles. And then you've got the endomyceum underneath all that, which contains type one to three collagen, which inserts into the tendon. There's much more than this, but it, and it gets complicated, but I want you to know that forces can be transmitted along these areas. That is how we change and grow or not grow. Interestingly enough, depending on the direction of the muscle fibers, um, then it can be postulated that they have different functions. So then for example, uh, you have say your calf muscle, uh, say your gastrox muscle, which has lots of fibers in uh, series, I believe. And what they can do is they can help you transmit force and allow you to propel yourself forward. Um, actually scratch that, I'm gonna take that back. Uh, I got a better example, and your hamstring muscle group are a really good example. So you have, th I think there's different theories with the hamstring muscles because you have um, biceps femoris, uh, especially the short head of biceps femoris, I believe, which has its fibers quite laterally. So it's not like up and down your leg, it's kind of to the side. But then you have your like long-headed biceps and potentially your semi-tendinosis in which you can see that the fibers kind of run up and down uh, your leg. Um, my anatomy may be really crap, but regardless, the there is a rough sort of maybe theory that um, the short-headed biceps acts like a strut or a stabilizer and uh, the other muscles were allowed to move, but that's, you're delving into semantics here. Um, point being, skeletal muscle injuries, which are the muscles that we see in the mirror and the ones in the back of us as well, uh, which help us support the skeleton and help enable us to move. Any injuries occurring to the, those areas can result into scar tissue, which can be extremely disorganized. What can also cause muscle damage? Exercise. No, that does not mean you don't exercise. It means that exercise can cause a minor, uh, some minor muscle damage, which can initiate the inflammatory process, which will allow it to get better, harder, stronger, contract faster. The eccentric exercise in particular, so like a lowering aspect of an exercise under load, can cause muscle damage by affecting the endomyceum and what we call the sarcolemma, which is kind of like the plasma membrane of the muscle fibers. Um, but let's zoom into a bit more with regards to a muscle fiber. Uh, when a muscle fiber gets injured, the nuclei sometimes die and potentially the failure to replace nuclei can partially explain perhaps why you have some severe injuries and you don't 
to have muscles growing back. Um, fear not though, with constant stimulus, I'm sure you can make an excellent recovery. Uh, if not, then your body is hella good at compensating anyway. So I don't think we have to worry about that too much. Now, in between the sarcolemma and the basement membrane, you have satellite cells and myoblasts and they can produce new nuclei. Um, in injury, what they do is that they get activated and then they start proliferating and they, they start turning into muscle fibers. So then what happens in an injury is that you have some satellite cells or myoblasts, um, they'll migrate to the area and then they'll start proliferating and then start transforming into muscle fibers. Um, once enough of them transform to muscle fibers and your body's like, oh yeah, this is enough, then some of them would probably uh, migrate back into the, uh, I believe it's um, or around there anyway. And they'll probably sit there waiting for another thing to happen. You also got muscle stem cells, which also do the same thing. Um, you also have neutrophils and macrophages to initiate the inflammatory response. And they also help to clean up the site after everything's done. So that being said, that's kind of how a muscle repairs itself after injury. Um, it initiates basically the inflammatory response. And then you have all those neutrophils macrophages come in. Um, and then you have the muscle stem cells, satellite cells, myoblasts, which um, actually start the repair phase. And then after repair phase all done, then it'll get cleaned up and off you go. Too much inflammation, however, can damage the healthy myofibrils, so keep that in mind. Um, and the last question is that how many times does it take for a muscle to be injured until it can no longer recover? Which is a really good question and prompted me to sort of look up all this stuff anyway. Um, there are probably four, I think, four, I think, examples. First example is a complete tear of the muscle because you've torn the whole thing, you've got to connect them back up. Um, the second answer would be if you somehow target those satellite cells, myoblasts, uh, um, and stem cells, and if you just wipe them all out for some god-awful reason, then that's it. I don't think that um, you can recover after that if you have a muscle tear. The third option is if you have nerve damage, because if you don't have nerve damage, then you can't even contract the muscle, you can't even generate force, and thus the body has basically no need to uh, initiate a response to grow muscle there. And the fourth answer is if there is too much inflammation, um, because if there's too much inflammation, it interferes with the recovery process and nothing happens and you won't recover. So there you go. Um, the questions, the second question, sorry, will always depend on the severity and the context of the muscle injury. But in the, at the end of the day, fear not, you can theoretically damage yourself a lot and your body will keep repairing itself until you have basically what we call programmed cell death and then you can't do any more. But you don't have to worry about that for now unless you're like 150 years old. Thank you for this very short episode. If you have any questions, shoot and I will attempt to answer them. Thank you.
Thanks for listening to the podcast. Now, don't go off into the sunset and blindly do what I may have said or recommended. Seek proper advice from qualified healthcare professionals. Like, comment, subscribe or book in if you would like us to assist.